This episode is brought to you by the Nordstick, the number one way to train your hamstrings anywhere at any time. The number one injury burden in the game of soccer is, you guessed it, hamstring injury. What better way to prevent this than using the Nordstick? From endless Nordic curl variations for your hamstrings, to other lower body exercises, to even upper body and core exercises, you name your goal and the Nordstick can help you get there. Use the link in the description to learn more and get 10% off. Once again, use the link in this episode's description for 10% off. What is up, soccer players and PTs? Welcome to another episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. Of course, it's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, what's going on, man? I'm chilling, bro. Chilling. I'm down with some sickness again. You know, I'm telling you, yo, you, for those of you who have kids' aspirations, just get ready for your immune system to be strong, man, because once that kid is sick, you're also sick. Well, yeah, that have been good, man. If you if you hear my voice, it's not as weird. It's just my 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 throat hurts, so like I can't really like project that much. I don't know. We, we can hear you though. Although your voice is a little bit lower, your spirit is still the same. Like you know, absolutely. You. How about absolutely. you, man? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. Uh, I went out with some friends last night and hey. uh, had an intramural game today. We are now zero and six with two. Oh games. my god. <laughs> Wait, hold up oh, a minute. Man. Oh, and six. what do you mean? Hold up. We're, we're supposed to go to the next topic. I don't want to talk about this. No, no, no. Oh, and six. Come on. Like, you can't be oh, and six. You got to win at least one game. Yeah, how we're going to win the last play? game. We're how not going to make uh, the playoffs. That's how that's going to work. I was like, yo, you ain't going to make it to the playoffs. No, <laughs> you no, ain't winning we... any game. Listen, uh, I. So I, I'm, I'm also the captain and, and defunct team GM. Um, and we're, we're actually moving to a different league in a few weeks. So the only thing that's on my mind right now is uh, making my roster for, for next season. Oh, yeah. You got to recruit some savages, man. Yeah. You can't yeah, recruit yeah. people who can't play, you know? It's just like, yep. nah. Is it like, um, is it uh, male and female or just male only? Yeah, it's co-ed. It's co-ed. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah. You got to recruit mean, some of those college girls. Yeah, to play in your yeah. team, you can't mess around, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we have, uh, you know what? Next topic. I'm going to say something. It's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> but uh, it, it is what it is. But uh, but yeah, today we have a a very interesting episode. Um, we're going to continue on with our straight out of physio series. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about kind of my experience coming out of school and um, how I navigated that space. And uh, Berg, I think when we first met when you were kind of ending your PT school journey and we had very different experiences, which is why I really want to do this episode with you today, because I I know there's a lot of people listening who want to get involved in sports medicine, in soccer. And one of the things we both had in common is that we didn't wait. We didn't wait for soccer patients to magically show up. Mm -hmm. Um, We went out and got them. And we did so very differently. So today we're going to talk about your path and what you did in your community, um, because I think even your your overall living uh, situation was different compared to mine. So um, I, th- I think there's a lot we can learn from you and your experiences, and hopefully people who are listening um, can kind of take pieces of it and hopefully apply it to to their own life. Um, so yeah, why why don't we start with this? Give Give the listeners a brief background about where you went to school, where you've been living your whole life, and, and we'll kind of go from there. So um, um, I went to school at MGHIHB. Um, and uh, it's funny because, um, you know, when I went to school, originally when I went to school, I had um, I had the, the desire to actually work with children. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. before that, I was working at Perkins School for the Blind. Uh, mm. and this is how I actually f- not fell in love in PT, but this is where I actually made my decision to pursue a uh, go a hundred percent in pursuing PT, doing the whole application, um, do observation hours, applying several times because that school, when I went, when I was working there, the school kind of showed me like how I can make a difference because <clears throat> mm-hmm. I was working with kids. They were, t- they were, not just blind, right? They had, um, they had, um, 
like physical disability. Like some people couldn't walk. Some people, if they walked, they were hurt. You know, they they had physical ailment, and these kids always need physical therapy. So the mm. the the two PTs that were responsible for all the kids in school, they were booked and busy all day, right? Mm. And I kind of like the lifestyle. You know, if you're on PT and I work with uh, I work with kids in the school district, whenever the kids have vacation, I have vacation. You know, the job wasn't stressful. Yeah, you saw a lot of kids, a lot of volume, but you get vacation time. And I yeah. like I like that lifestyle was very appealing, <laughs> very appealing to me. Um, at the time, too, I was still a soccer head. I was mm. still a soccer head. Like, don't get me, don't get it twisted. I was still doing intramurals once a week, playing pickup three days a week. Like, that, that was around the time where I was, like, fully on. Like, oh, you were balling. You were I was balling. balling. Like, I was, like, what how old was I? I was, like, um, when I was uh, working at Perkins, I was, like, 24, 25, 26. So that's when I, I really wanted to get better at soccer. So I was just, like, watching drills, practicing, doing all those type of stuff just to get better. Because, like, I was obsessed with just, like, trying to get better. And, and, and that was my outlet. So... Mm. Once I got into PT school, um, and I'm learning about how um, it's hard for PT to like make a big income. Like the moment I got into PT school, the moment mm-hmm. I got that acceptance acceptance letter, all of a sudden, like I keep going on YouTube, and it's like burnt, people are burnt out, people are not getting paid. And I'm like, wait a minute, what what is this like? I spent, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, you tell me, like, I spent, like, three years pursuing this, and I finally got in, and once I got in, you're telling me that that I, I, I won't be able to make money? Like, that's crazy. So then I started looking at people online who are making money on, on with physical therapy, and this is how I found Greg Todd. Mm. Uh, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how I found Greg Todd. And Greg Todd is a physical therapist, a black physical therapist, also business coach. So I found him and then I messaged him and I said, hey, I'm I'm being a, I'm hearing a lot of noise about people not getting paid, burnout in the profession. Like I'm I'm about to get into school right now. Like, how would I set up my life differently so that, you know, like I have a good career as a physical therapist? And then he told me, like, buy my course. Mm. And then the course was like, uh, it was like Smart Success PT. It was a, a, a course, uh, like a, in retrospect, it was like a fundamental course to teach physical therapists how to market themselves online, mm. right? And I'm not a physical therapist yet. I'm not even a first year. I'm about to just start PT school. So um, I joined Greg Community and I'm around a lot of PTs and, and PT students who want to do something different in a profession. They want to do something different. Um, you know, they, they want to, they aspire to have a business. They want to market themselves online. So this is how I got introduced into the business aspect of, of the business. This is how I got introduced into entrepreneurship. And then I'm like, oh, okay, like this is different. Like, you know, like nobody here is talking about treating patient and, 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 and modalities and, and how to get patient better. Everyone's talking about how do I get paid? How do I get more money? And it's funny because I went into physical therapy partly because I didn't want anything to do with business, you know? <laughs> and then now here I am in a group, everyone's talking about business and I'm scared, bro. I am scared shitless. Like Greg's asking me to do YouTube videos, to do blogs. And I'm like, God, I was like, God, like, it's like what did I get myself into? So this is actually, yeah, I know, very scary. I'm like, dude, like, oh my god, like, what? So this is how I got introduced into the 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 entrepreneurship side of PT, right? So then I got into PT school, and it's like completely different. Like the, it's it's funny. Like you go into two worlds. In one world, you got people who aspire to be their own boss, and then you go into school, and it's like. I just want to be a PT and treat patient. Mm. So I'm like, okay, well, since I'm in school now, let me let me stay in that world a little bit. 
And then once I'm, if I'm not in class, then it's like, okay, now let me post video on YouTube. And the video I was posting on YouTube, it was like, it wasn't about soccer or anything like that. It was just like how I got into school. Like it was just helping other people who had like a low GPA, just like me, get into school. So throughout that, I'm in school. School's hard. School is hard, bro. Like harder than everything else I've done in school. School is hard. I'm 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 studying hard, and then right after school, once it's like 9 p.m., I'm I'm posting YouTube video and coaching um, student online for free. Right. So mm. this was my life. This is how I got. This is how I got introduced to like, hey, you you don't wait for your opportunities to come to you. You create these opportunities, stuff like that. Mm. Can you say so that I'll, again? Can you say that again? Say you don't wait for opportunities to come to you. You start creating those opportunities. So this mm. is this was me, right? So the whole premise was, all right, let me make these YouTube videos because uh, we start getting some traction. Uh, 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 we 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 can help people. I can create a brand for myself, um, and maybe it will set me up for something good once I'm done to school. The whole point was, let me grow my brand so that I can make some additional money because. I know the amount I'm going to get out of PT school is not going to be that much. Mm. Right. That's, that was the thought process. So, but I, you know, the whole thing was, let me grow my brand so I can monetize. I don't know how to monetize, but I just know, let me go, let me build demand so that I can monetize later. Mm. So that's how it started. And I grew, I grew the brand. Right. See, see, I'm still talking about entrepreneurship. here. I'm not talking too much about PT here. I, I, I really want to, to emphasize this point. Uh, so I grow the brand. Like people, I'm coaching people for free. A year later, Greg told me, Berg, you need to start monetizing. Panicked. <laughs> Panicked. Why? Bro. Why? What, was, what well, was on your mind? What was on my mind was, I don't know if people are going to pay for this. Mm. I don't know if I should make people pay for this because they're a college student. They don't have money. I remember mm. when I was a college student. I had money, but it wasn't enough to like invest into like coachings and stuff like that, you know. So I'm like, I don't know if what I'm doing is is as valuable, even though I'm getting I'm coaching people a lot. People are reaching out to me a lot. Talking about attraction marketing, right? I post a video, it went viral. People are hitting me up everywhere, asking me like, "Hey, can you help me?" And I didn't know anything about marketing that much, so monetize right i don't know how to monetize so i'm like man like what do people want like i don't know so then i'm like the common theme people were asking me a lot about what what's the list of school i can apply to because the majority of the schools out there they want you to have like top grade and i don't have top grade so i like i compile a list of school where you can apply even though your gpa is low right and once i did that like, I remember, like, I was in class. I think it was, like, we were learning statistics in, in PT school. Like, and I hated that class because we couldn't understand anything that that professor was talking about. And then I got a email from my mom. Mom says, hey, I saw your YouTube videos. Um, in the description, you mentioned a list. Um, how, much, how much do you sell the list for? <laughs> right mm-hmm. and i'm like mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't i put i have a list of pt school that will accept you with low gpa but i didn't say i was selling it yeah and then yeah, she yeah. said how much do you want for it i mean she wanted and it bad for my son and i'm like wait a minute i was like nah this ain't how this ain't about how easy it is to make money online nah no nah, i'm sitting in class and people just reached out to me, asked me to pay. I'm like, wait a minute. If this is how it is, I'm going to double down on this stuff. So I didn't have a price for the product. Um, you know, like even even when she asked me how much to pay for it, I was still like, eh. I still felt weird paying, ask, paying um, asking for money. <laughs> so I didn't have a price. So I'm like, uh, and I was like, 50 bucks. Just like that, just 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 out of adding no basis for the price. It's no, just the first number that came into my head. And then she said, Do you have a PayPal? And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> As I'm talking to her in class in PT school, I 
I pull up my computer, sign up for PayPal, put my email, sign up right away, and then send her an invoice, and I got paid um, forty-seven some dollars because PayPal took three dollars from from <laughs> from the whole transaction. And then the moment I got the money, I walked. Out, I, I I left the class to go to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And then I just literally went to the bathroom and sat down and I was like, I just made my first money online. Yep. This is crazy. You know, um, it's crazy how one thing that we both have in common is the first dollars we both earned in the physical therapy space came from us while we were still in school. And like, yo, that's crazy, man. Like, that's us right there. You know, that's crazy. Um, but okay, so so you're, so, you're starting so, to so have I got a little online audience, yeah. I got my little online audience. So I, people are hitting me up left and right, asking me for for the list now. Now, mm-hmm. now that I know somebody wanted the list, now I said I got a list for sale, mm-hmm. and then everyone asking me, you know, like. But it took me some time to build up the the, the confidence because I still felt weird charging people money, uh, um, even though like people were asking me for it. And sometimes I would ask, I will run into people who told me, hey, yeah, I don't have money. Like, can you make it $20? And then I will just like reduce the price and give it to them for $20. In retrospect, that was a big mistake. But I think what happened was, you know, I had a self-worth issue and I had some some money mindset issue that I didn't know I had I had issue with those things at the moment. So long story short, in that summer, I made about 400 to $500 of a lot of people asking me for the list, mm. right? And I was like, man, this is crazy. And then as I kept doing that, um, uh, I don't know if you guys know Pre-PT Grind, Joseph and Casey, they do. Um, they have like a, a, a course that help physical therapy, pre-physical therapy students get into physical therapy school because I was in the same market. They asked me to to participate in the course. Mm. That was like a big deal for me because I was like, look at this. Like I was just like, I was just going to do a one video on YouTube and then be done. And now it turned into like a weekly YouTube video. And then it turned into vlog. Now all of a sudden I'm looking at Casey Neinsat, looking at how he vlogs. I'm vlogging. I got, I'm buying like expensive cameras. I'm doing B roll. (laughs) Like the whole thing just turned (laughs) into like a, we went from like I want to do one video to now. Now I'm like, nah, we're vlogging now. Like we're vlogging PT school, and then from mm. that I got people asked me to like participate in in in, in their course and whatnot. And then I had an affiliate link uh, to sell the course. Um, I didn't make any money with the affiliate link. Around that time, I think I was done with helping students. I wanted to transition into what was one thing I like really, really a lot and which was soccer i was like okay so i know how to build an audience now on youtube um i'm losing passion for for people for helping people um get into pt school because casey and joseph are dominating that space and i don't feel like competing with them and i'd rather do something else Mm. all right Mm. Well, before before you tell us about this because you know there's a lot that you're about to get into being um, both online and in person. Um, but before we talk about that, let's take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsors and we will come right back to hear the rest of your story. So don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Team Builder. If you're a physical therapist, fitness coach, or personal trainer, you need to know that Team Builder is the number one app for exercise prescription. Whether you're working with a few clients one-on-one as a side hustle or you're working with hundreds of athletes in an academy setting, there's no better app to prescribe exercises for remote or in-person training than Team Builder. As someone who's used Team Builder for over two years, I can wholeheartedly say it saves me time and helps my clients perform at their best. As a bonus, Team Builder is offering a 12-week soccer strength and conditioning program that comes with your 14-day free trial. This program focuses on increasing strength, power, and speed, all while reducing risk of injury. Head over to teambuilder.com and sign up with the code SFE to get started. Vitruve is a reliable, affordable, and easy-to-use velocity-based training system that allows sports medicine staff 
to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training, showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about VTruve today. Alrighty, we are back on the soccer fitness experience, Berg. So, you know, you, you've you so dominated somewhat. Yep, and we're, we're so, gonna so keep now, on going. So now, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I got the so over throughout the course of a year of posting videos, just because it felt it was fun to do, um, and because it was like a, a, a kind of like an outlet, really, just, just. Because you know you can get stressed in PT school studying all the time, and this was an outlet for me because I knew I was doing something different than everybody else in my class. Like people thought I was crazy. I was like recording all the time. I was posting videos on on online. You know, people thought I was like, man, Berg, what are you doing? Like, why are you posting all this stuff? Why are you doing this all branding stuff? People didn't understand. <clears throat> so. Now I got into soccer. Now I was like, okay, no, I got good at video editing. I got good at building an audience online. Um, I, I I didn't know I was I didn't say I was a salesman, but I was like, I made my first like four hundred to five hundred dollars just on YouTube. Let me see if I can take that over to Instagram. Mm. Right. So I'm like, oh no, because I'm like I I saw the youtube videos for soccer on, on you uh, and i'm like man I, this is like 20 minutes video i don't have time to like do all that editing i gotta do short videos and instagram came in the picture so then i'm like let me do some let me take this opportunity to record myself doing drills to get better to to get better at soccer I'm going to record my, myself just doing all top up drills so that way I can get better at soccer in the process, inspire people to get better, and then mix it with my knowledge of what I'm learning in school for physical therapy. So if somebody has a rehab issue, hamstring strain, ankle uh, strain, <clears throat> I know enough about this already from school, I can help some people out, mm. right? So that was the thought process. And then I started making those videos. Making those wow. videos every weekend. Wake up at six in the morning, drive to Harvard to record nice videos. Field. Yeah, nice field there to record videos. So that way, when when once I'm done recording, I wouldn't get interrupted by you know the other people coming into the field. So I wake up every Saturday early just to film. That was crazy. I don't know why I did that, but that was crazy, bro. Every it worked day, though. It worked. Cold. We talk. I'm in Boston, guys. So we're talking like it's like 30 degrees. I have my camera. I'm doing drills and I'm recording. And we're not talking. I'm doing drills like I'm gonna post this stuff on Instagram. I can't look slow on these drills. So I'm going a hundred percent just so that I can record great footage. Right? <laughs> it was it was crazy. So I did that for a year, and then a year and a half, the page blew up to. Uh, after a year and a half, the page grew to 10k followers, and 10k followers now are just like rolling, like 15k, 20k, 25k, and then it got to 30k within a year and a half, right? And then uh, my Greg comments and says, "Berg, you need to monetize." This is the same Greg, by the way. This is the same Greg. Greg's like, course. I went to his conference. Greg's like, "Berg, it's time to monetize. You're posting." All those those free content, those are valuable content. You go in an audience, people like your video, you gotta monetize that audience. Thirty thousand followers, it's time to monetize. So I was like, oh shoot, and pan panic again, imposter syndrome, all the reason. Well, I'm a physical therapy student, like I'm not a coach. I'm I'm not even in a soccer team, like. I'm not even a soccer player. Like I have yeah. no business doing drills. All the imposter syndrome come in, start telling myself all type of story as to why I shouldn't monetize. So then I'm like, yo, like if I'm gonna do this, if I'm gonna monetize, like I gotta be in the trenches. Like I gotta be 
I gotta be more than just like like pick up soccer. I gotta join a, a, a league. Mm. I gotta join an amateur league. I gotta join a Sunday league just to show people like, yo, I'm not just here playing pickup. Like, I have I and I used to be do amateur leagues before, but it wasn't consistent. And then now mm. I'm like, okay, like if I, I'm I'm gonna join a league, so I join an amateur league, Sunday league. We train like every Wednesday. There was like proper stuff, mm. right? Uh, just so like I can have some credibility. So then through there. Everyone, everyone knew I was like a, a physical therapy student about to become a ther- physical therapist. So anytime somebody would get injured, they would ask me for advice. So there's sometimes I was just like, well, how about you come over, like, well, you join me at this gym and then, you know, I'll train you. I had a friend in a team, every, he always get hamstring injuries. So I was like, yo, like, mm-hmm. you... you I was like, he said, Berg, I don't know what I need to do. And I said, well, are you strength training? He's like, no. Like, I just play soccer. I'm not lifting weight. And I said, come to the gym with me. <clears throat> I have a membership that allows me to bring a guest. Come with me to the gym for two months and we will train. Mm. So then this is, this is how it started. So then other kids, you know, the star kids in the league will get injured. And then my coach will be like, Berg, can you like, can you like fix him up for me? For And I was like, all right, can you actually? It's like Berg. Like we need, we need Joe. Joe was like this, this uh, kid from England was like super nasty. <clears throat> Had like play like professionally. I think he he played for Newcastle Academy. So like he he the way wow. he practiced, he's legit. yeah, he was legit. Like you could tell too. He played he played D one comes. Um, he played D one soccer. Um, when he moved to the state, so this kid was good. And you could see just the way he played, he was different. Like you could see mm. like the, the confidence, like, hey, ball, ball. Like, he would Oof. ask for the ball, like with command, like like position himself. First touch was nasty and everything. And then he injured his hamstring during a game. And then the final, I think the playoff was like in like five weeks. And then the coach, like, Berg, like, can you get him right? Like, we need him, we need him for the playoff. So then I I will pick him up from his house, drive him to the gym. And then just rehab him there, you know, get him, got him good um, for the playoff. And we got to the final. We lost on the final, of course. Um, but this is how I started. Like, OK, like I can I can do this rehab thing. I can yeah. do this rehab thing for real because look at I'm rehabbing like my teammate. Everyone's asking me for advice. My coach is always asking me for stuff. Um, and then so we turned from like rehabbing people to like, no, nah, I want to do more than just rehab, like the rehab thing. You can only do it once in a while because people don't get injured like all the time in my league. Uh, I want to do the performance stuff too because that's what most soccer players are interested in anyway. Because that's what I realized when I was running the soccer page too. Anytime I'll do the rehab post, you'll get a lot of save, but not a lot of comment, not a lot of likes. But anytime I'll get, I'll do a performance like strength, speed, agility, it will get reshare, it will get, it will get go viral. So I, I knew from running my page that's what soccer players were interested in the most. So then I started. I, was, I had this idea to run like uh, a training group every Sunday for the mm. whole summer. So I ran that with five people, uh, with five people for the whole summer. Um, <clears throat> five people for the whole summer. Um, every day we'll train. I'll. I that's how I learned all the drills that's how I, I bought like books in strength and conditioning just to get better just to understand like how to get people better how to get people stronger faster and that's how my page got even better um but i still wasn't okay, monetizing so, let, let's pause for one second so at this time are you still waking up at 6 a.m recording mm-hmm. videos yeah at, at this time are you still in school or are you working so at this time i'm I'm doing rotation in school like i'm doing okay. my, I'm, I'm doing my internship my my last internship in school so you're doing your rotations you're waking so, up at 6 a.m so i'm waking up at 6 a.m on 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 sunday on saturday to 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 record videos and then on sunday morning i will go to another field and train my my five to six people <laughs> Mm. Um, and then at the same time, we caught some footage as well and then go to work during a week. Mm. Okay. So that was like wow. my, my weekend. Yeah. It didn't feel, it didn't feel like a lot. It didn't feel like a lot. I was having fun. Man. That's, that's the thing too. Like once you like, 
have like a direction, you know what what direction you want to go. Like nothing feels like work. Is it like mm. sometimes tiresome to wake up uh, in, in the cold? Yeah, but once you're there, you start running around. You, you're with your teammate. Like it's fun. You know, I didn't. I never. Felt, the only thing that felt like work, honestly, was the 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 video recording. Cause it felt Fair. like a, yeah. cause you know, like you, you gotta do the drill and you gotta like correct form and having a camera there. Sometimes I was like, ah, man, this is too much. I, I, we could do this much faster if I wasn't recording or anything like that. That was the only drag, but other than that, it felt good. But at the time I was still like avoiding monetizing. Mm-hmm. So then Greg called me again. He said, Berg, I don't see you monetizing. So I said, okay, fine. Let me, let me make a ball control kind of like program right now because I've learned enough about it but I still had imposter syndrome so I said I'm not a coach I don't want to make one so I'm going to partner with somebody who's a coach mm. so then I partner up with this kid um, <clears throat> I helped him kind of grow his following as well by resharing his post um, <clears throat> so he got to like 10k followers so he wanted to monetize too so then we worked out on an affiliate stuff and then I'm, I'm, I'm creating the course the ball control drill course I recorded the whole thing. And then last minute, I panicked. I got imposter syndrome. I never released the course. And oh, no. No, 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 I, no, no. I never released the course. This is the difference between you and me. You released the, like <laughs> me, I was scared to release that because I was like, you know, when you have 30,000 people following you, bro. And then I was like, I'm not about to embarrass myself creating something and then people don't like it. Even though I did all the preliminary work, I asked people if they wanted the course. People told me yes. I made the whole thing and I backed out because I was like so scared of the backlash, bro. So I went, I I saw, I was like, and then, you know, like there was a a very low point. And then I backed out on the kid too. And I felt really bad about it. So then I was like, okay, so I'm not confident in my own product. So can I sell other people's products? Mm. So then I knew uh, there's a bunch of people that are hitting me up to sell affiliate products. So I knew this kid who had like ebook on nutrition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was selling them for like 30 bucks. So I said, mm. he said, Hey, if you can move this product for me, I'll give you like, like 80% of, of the revenue. Mm. Right. So I said, all right. Okay. So I started promoting. I kid you not ending not a single person bought. Oh, I promoted for a month on my story, on my page. Nobody bought anything. Mm. So that's when I got real pissed off now. And I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that the whole time I've been told, grow my following. Once my following get big, I can make money. And now my following is big. I'm selling a product, even though if it's not my product. And then nobody's buying? Like somebody lied to me. Somebody nah. lied to me. Yeah. Somebody lied to me. Somebody lied to me. They felt me a false narrative. And mm-hmm. I, and I and I couldn't sell. And that devastated me because the whole reason why I was going to page in the first place was to get to a point where, you know, like at least I could monetize, even though I was scared to monetize my own stuff, but at least I could make some money. Mm-hmm. With the YouTube, I could I made money. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't make money with the IG page. 30,000 followers. Mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. like more followers in on, on, on YouTube. I couldn't, I don't know. I didn't understand. So then I felt frustrated. I got angry. So I just like stopped. I stopped posting videos. I stopped doing, I stopped, I stopped it. So then at the time I was like, you know what? I'm going to dive in more into like, you know, working with athletes on the side and, and whatnot because, you know, people know me in my community already for for this. <clears throat> so then once I got my license and I and I started working as a physical therapist, I was like, okay, I, I got this job, right? But, you know, I still want to work with athletes so on the side. I'm going to work with athletes. Um, and then what I did was I went into like an indoor soccer um, an indoor soccer um, place 
Um, I bought, I talked to the owner. I said, Hey, um, I, I just became a physical therapist. Um, I just move. I just, I just became a physical therapist. Um, I want to be, um, part of my, this community. I want to create some change in the community. Uh, so <clears throat> can I bring my table here and help your, your people that come here and play and train and play pickup? And he said, yeah, go ahead. So I put my table next to the field. And then I will talk to the players. Say, hey, listen, um, if you're injured or you need you need some advice on how to get stronger, faster, and all that stuff like that, um, talk to me. Or if you need a massage after the game, um, if you need to recover after the game, we can do some stuff on the table right here. Mm. All right, all right. That was like, it's you know what's funny? That felt less scary than posting a video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That was oh, crazy. That felt less scary, bro. So then I'm over here talking to players. I'm learning some players are in um, semi-pros, some players are this, some players are... I'm passing my card. I had like a a, a card printed out with my... Oh, we got cards my, now. Oh, oh okay. yeah, we got business card. Oh, hell yeah. Like, we got business card. <clears throat> Everywhere, I'm, 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 I'm passing my cards. Um, You know, like I'm doing the work. I, I said, I'm going to do this for two months and see where it goes. So I did it for two months, um, and I had I was playing in a league in that in that um, thing too. So, you know, I was telling people, no, I'm not just like nice with PT. You know, I'm nice with the ball too. Um, <laughs> um, so I did this for two months. Um, didn't get any client from it. Um, so then I was like, mm, two months. You know, I didn't get any clients from it. Maybe this approach is not the right approach. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, maybe this approach is not the right approach. I, I just need to work with um, people who know. Um, but at the time, like, I was losing steam for it, you know? Like, I was like, yeah, I want to... And then I realized, you know, I had to sit down and think about what I want to do. I was like, you know, I like soccer, really, but I don't know if I want to do a business out of that. Like, because, like, once you mix the passion for the game with business then it start to like you start to get resentful because you're like, man, I'm doing all this work and I'm not getting clients. I'm putting all this work online. Nobody's buying. Um, like, I don't know if I in I don't know if I want to keep doing this, right? Not knowing that I just need a better method, mm-hmm. right? So eventually, <clears throat> I I was still pissed by the fact that I couldn't get any clients online. So then that drove me to spend a lot of money in business coaching, just just to learn like the proper way to do this online. And then from there, then I, I started, oh, shoot, like that's what I was not doing. That's what I was not doing. Oh, my God. Like, oh, this, this, oh, my. And I am started learning about marketing. That's when I started learning social media and actual marketing are two different things. Selling is two different. It's very different. So then I got sucked into that world now. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to master this. I'm going to master this. And then that's when I'm like, I'm going to put the soccer stuff on the side. I'm going to master this and I'm going to work with a few therapists just to see if I can get them clients using Instagram. Mm. And that was like my new project because I needed something new. I needed something mm-hmm. new. And I was still working. I was still working full time as a PT. So we went from one hustle to the next hustle to the next hustle. And then this time... I work with six people for three months. Um, three people backed out. Um, they, they, they didn't have time to finish. And then I work with three other people. Um, one person was a physical therapy, um, was a physical therapy clinic owner. The other one was Karen Lindsay. I work with Karen Lindsay for three months for free just to see if I can get her clients on, online. In retrospect, Karen Lindsay didn't need my help to get <laughs> online because she was so established, dude. But she wasn't selling anything yeah. online, though. So yeah. I just said, yo, you had all this brain. Why don't you just, like, talk about the program that you have for, like, a whole week and see what's up? And she talked about the program for a week, and then she got, like, a lot of sign-up. <laughs> and yeah. I was like... I think I was one of them, but... <laughs> yeah, and, and I was like... Well, I guess I can get people, clients online. (laughs) Bad case study, bad case study, right? So now I was like, let me start a whole business 
where I find where I help people get clients online. So then I started with physical therapist, and then I, I started with physical. I was like, let me help new graduate mm. start a side hustle on Instagram. And then that did, that target audience didn't work because I realized, you know, new graduate don't really care about starting a side hustle online. Only a very few people like you and me are out there. Everybody else just want to get a job and start treating. So then I transitioned to solo entrepreneurs. Mm. And that was too vague. Then I transitioned to coaches. Mm. And then from there, that was like 2021. And then I got I got stuck with that. 2021, I I I I started posting, spent seven months posting, no clients. Um actually I was getting clients, but was clients at like two hundred dollars. Um and I was like, yo, this is this ain't work. If I wanna make this, if I wanna get real income out of this, I need to I need to I need people to stay longer and I need to charge more. Mm. But I always had a problem with charging more. So then I hire another coach. You know, work through it, money mindset, and then eventually I got to the point where I got the courage to to charge fifteen hundred bucks to work with somebody for like two to three months, mm. and then I mm-hmm. got my first clients at fifteen hundred, and then the three weeks later I got my second clients at fifteen hundred, and I was like, man, I'm so good right now. The next person is gonna be three thousand dollars. Let's go. And then the next person came, and I said three thousand dollars. The person says, "Yeah, I can do that." And I was like, "God damn, this is like, this is." I was like, "I'm rolling, bro." This is how he. And then I, I, I stuck with that. I stuck with doing business coaching online, and that's that's all I've been doing since. Mm. Now that that's an incredible story because one thing, I mean, obviously you had a few. Um, side hustles and, and, and visions since you've been in school, but also mm-hmm. since graduating, even afterwards. Um, but one of the things you had in common throughout all of that is you realize that you need to start working with people who want to, you know, fit into your vision. And what I think people who are listening need to take away from that is if you want to work in soccer, football, whatever, nobody is waking up in the morning and saying, hmm, how do I get Berg more soccer clients? How do I get – nobody's doing that. Nobody's, nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. You got to change that. that. That's a that's an employee mindset. You got to switch that to a CEO mindset, man, because when you're in the PT, when you're in, in your job, you know, you don't have to worry about getting clients. But if you have your job, if you have your business, getting clients only comes from you and you have to do the work to get clients. It's the same thing. If you want to, you know, like get traction somewhere, build a brand and, and work and do your own thing, you have to show up. You have to call, show up and do the work. You know, this just, 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 there's no other way around it. Like if you want, if you want to, you know, have a side hustle where you're working, you're treating clients in your, in your home gym. I did that for a little while too. You have to go out and tell people. You have to go out and tell people what you do. You have to go out in the community and tell people, hey, you know, I treat people. You know, if if you're done with physical therapy and you need a little bit more, I can we can work something out. I have a home gym. I have this. I have that. You gotta go out and put your name out there and tell people what you do. This is the only way, you know, you get traction. Oh, that's and facts. You, that's facts. If you, if you, you know, if, this is, and this is, this isn't for everybody, you know, it, it, I don't, and it isn't for everybody. I always tell people like the, the best part about this journey, like if you want to, you know, you, well, let's say you want to work with, let's say you want to work with soccer athletes, right? You want to have your own business where you're treating, you have a mobile PT where you're going around with training with different team and, and treat, treat, treat soccer athletes from different teams, right? You got to go out there and market yourself. You got to go out there to those teams, meet the owners, meet the players. You got to be out there. And then sometimes you got to do some work for free just to get into the doors. You know, that's just how it is. Here, here's the um, thing, though. Here's the thing. Because um, I, I hear this a lot with, um, I, I, I don't, I don't want to say this new generation cause I'm part of it. 
um, the, the, we'll call it the know your worth movement, um, mm. of like, oh, you know, you graduated, you went to school twice, you have a doctorate, know your worth, you shouldn't work for free. I would just want to just, just caution people that it's not free. No, it's not. You're, you're, you're benefiting. You are benefiting. For example, when you go and did that hamstring rehab with that guy for three, four, five, six weeks. That was, that was all for free. Yeah, that, was, that, for that free. was for free. But now you're good at hamstrings. Yeah. You know, now you're good. So who won? You know, we everybody won in my book until it gets to the point where it's like, okay, I've seen too many hamstrings for free. I no longer need to see more hamstrings, right? I, I don't need to. I want to and I want to get paid for it, but I don't need to. Um, I, I think until you get to that point, I, I would just open, be open to doing more, more work for free because again, you're, you're benefiting, right? I did the same thing with, with the club. I worked with Bayonne. I saw 10, 15 hamstrings within six weeks. That would never <laughs> happen in a clinic. What that clinic do you see that in? You won't you know? get better. You if won't. you want to get better at him treating hamstring, you got to put yourself out there and then be in a position where you can see a lot of hamstring. And yep. sometimes... You know, like these clubs don't want to pay you because they are like lower tier clubs. They don't, they don't, they they have low budget. The only way for you to get yourself into the door is just by just willing to offer your time for free in exchange for that experience and in exchange for the relationship. Yeah, this is the thing. You you're not you're not doing work for free, right? You're doing the work just so you can get exposure. And you can develop the relationship with the people that can put you in front of other people that can pay you. Yeah. So this is the mindset that you got to have. Because I know when I was doing this, like, you know, like going out and going to these, these indoor club just to, and doing the work for free. Like that was all in the hope so that I can put my name out there and be put in front of um, other people. And I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> you, you just got to be willing to. They know that and accept that fact, but not a lot of people will do that though, because you know you got to get outside your comfort zone, man. Like it's 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 uh you know I can say that now because I I, I put myself so much out there, like certain stuff don't scare me anymore. But I can tell you at the time, you know, it, it, it was scary. <laughs> it was scary, but you got to yeah. do you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do to get to your dreams and your goals, because nobody again. Nobody's waking up in the morning and saying, you know what, Berg, I'm going to give you three soccer clients. Like, no, absolutely not. Where, where are we? You know, so. Um, but wow, this was a this was a great episode. If you had to give one piece of advice to people coming out of PT school or maybe have recently graduated, maybe they're in their second or third year and they want to see more of the clients that they want. What would you tell them? Well, you got to go out there and find those clients. You know, you're not going to find them at your clinic. And even if you do find them at your clinic, you're limited with the stuff that you can do. Right? Mm. You're limited with how often you can see them. You're limited by how long you can see them because insurance dictate everything. You're not going to have that freedom. So if you want that freedom, you got to go into communities where you can find the people that you want to work with. You want to work with CrossFit people. You just go into a CrossFit gym and you, you might have to, you know, get a membership there or you might have to talk to the owner and say, hey, um, I want to treat your, your, your injured athletes here. Can I do that? Can I do that for free for like a certain amount of time and see what happens? And sometimes you have to go to different places, like many different places until you hear yes. You know, but you gotta you gotta go to those places. This is just classic marketing. It's same thing online. But it's a little bit different online. Online, like you have to have the right message. Um, but you also have to be in communities online where your people are hanging out. It's the same mm -hmm. thing that translate in in real life. Hey, you wanna get work with people you wanna work with, go go in those places and and work there. Work there, mm. uh, 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 do workshop there if you need. Like you can do, you, you don't have to treat necessarily, but you can do workshop. You can do injury prevention workshop. If you, I don't know, if you're a soccer athlete and uh, you want to work with soccer players um, and you know this, people are injured a lot. Hey, you can go to 
the academy and just do a workshop for, for the coaches on injury management. Yep. And you can help. Right. You can help. You can, you can help. help right now. If you're a student, you right. can do it right you have now. All knowledge. Yeah. You have yeah. All knowledge. Hey, you can do an injury prevention workshop by going to those places and you do, hey, let, let me, I, I only want 20 minutes of your time so I can work with the, talk to the coaches so I can see how they can help um, get their client, client get their athletes um, less injured. So that you know you have you know people available. And one of the things in 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 sports is availability. A lot of people are not available to play because they're injured. It costs a lot of money, costs people championship, costs people playoff playoff time. Their you happiness. Know, like, you know, cause people happiness. You show up into a a a, a soccer club or a, a place where people there's a lot of athletes, and you talk to the coach and say, hey, like let's. Let's talk about how you can get more all your players. Um, let's talk about how you can get um, more availability from your players. You'll, you'll get their attention. Oh, you get their attention. It's, it's sold. It's, it's sold. sold because this is the main problem. When people are injured, there's no one's available. Star players are available. You're not going to make it far in a league. You know, you can do You have this knowledge to do this right now. You know, sure. it's just all you got to do is just, you got, you just got to, you just need the courage to go and go to those places and start. You know, you know, your first presentation, your first, your first one's not gonna be pretty. You know, <laughs> but as you do this more and more, like you get more notoriety, you develop relationship with different people that can put you in front of, that can refer you to other people, and this is how it starts. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm honest. It's a lot simpler. It's a lot easier in real life than it is online. Oh, agree. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Totally. For sure. Um, wow. This was a more impactful app. Or I'm not going to lie to you. I thought we were going to be done within 23 minutes. Nah, uh, man, we're, 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 <laughs> 23 minutes. I'm doing storytelling, man. There's no way we can do that in 20 minutes. Oh, man. Um, but thank you so much for, for being open and sharing your story. Hopefully, no people who are listening can can take some of that in. Because there's, there's a lot of gems. You gave me ideas, man. I, I'm ready to go. Um, but, um, yeah, if you're someone who's beginning your career in fitness or rehab in any space, really, um, Berg, you, you gave such good insightful advice as to how to make that first step, how to get that first, how to make that first good impression. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for, for telling your story. Hey, no, no problem, man. And listen, if somebody need, if y'all need help, with that, you don't know how to do this approach. You just reach out to us and Andy, man, because we've been there. The two of us have been there before. He can give you some advice on how to do it, how to do it properly. I'm going to be honest with you. Anytime anybody asks me for that now, I'm going to just send them this podcast episode. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to say, listen that to works. this one, this one, and this one, and then come back with questions. And then and now, now we now, go. Yeah, now, you know? yeah. Yeah, man, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, I think that's needed too, especially in our profession. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Like it's not looking great for physical therapy. Reimbursement is just lower and lower and lower and lower every year. Like if you want to make serious money, you can't do orthopedics in sports on a traditional outpatient physical therapy clinic. No. Like no. if you want to make real money, you have to do home health. You, right? you and and here's what I learned about the home health space. A lot of people, this is a sidebar, this, this episode's over, now we're, now we're going on our little rant, <laughs> but home health works not because of, of increased payment. In my opinion, home health works because there's little to no overhead. So oh, even though man. your insurance rates That's are true. going down, 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 instead of you taking home 50% of that, you're taking 75 to 100. So what you were saying of going to a clinic or a gym or or some other place that's not a physical therapy center setting up a table in the middle of a, of a soccer arena what's your overhead like there very low very low you guys can do it you know just go do it and e even if even if what's the average physical therapy copay what would you say 30 copay bucks yeah uh, depending on the insurance but I'll say the average yeah it's probably like 30 30 dollars 30, 30 bucks. To 40. 
Let, let's do some quick math. Let's say, let's do let's say you work <clears throat> one day a week on your own and you charge as a cash rate exactly what you would get for a copay. And let's say you're taking it easy on yourself. You're working four hours on your off day, four hours. You're seeing 1.5 patients per hour. That's six patients. Let's say each patient gives you $30. That's 180 bucks in one day. Times that by five. That's $900 on the month. That's, that's not that's not hard. And your your work that you're doing in clinic is good enough to keep people from coming to keep people coming back in because they're already doing that. You know, nice. they're paying thirty dollars and they're paying to see you. They're not paying to go to Spear, ATI, yada yada. No, they're paying to come see you. That's the reason they keep on coming back. Bro, dude, this is how I used to do it. Like when I when an athlete when when those um like serious athletes will come into my clinic, like and you know they they will exhaust PT and they're like Berg, I don't know what else to do. Like, I think I still need. I'm not ready yet. And I'll say, well, you know, you can. I can give you a YouTube playlist so you can do those drills on your own, or, you know, you can you can talk to your parents and you can pay me and you can come to my house, have a home gym with all the equipment and we can work something out. Talk to your parents, and I'll get a phone call from the parents and say, hey. You know, you told me, you told my son you can do this at the gym, stuff like that. Cause he, he like, he needs to be like, he needs to go to college. Like, like he, he's, he's, he needs that scholarship and I want him to be ready for, for tryout for college. Mm. And I said, yeah. And I meet the, with the parents, you know, once you, once you buy you get, I meet with the parents and I said, Hey, you know, this is my house. Um, we're going to come, he's going to come down here. Um, I had all this equipment and we're going to work out. Um, I want him to come. And then you, because you're the authority, I told, I said, I want him to come three times a week. Mm. So we can, now we're done with the early level stuff. Now we have to do advanced stuff so he can be ready to return to playing football. Yeah. Um, I want him three times a week. How much do you want three times a week? Every visit, I want him. I said, how much do you charge for copay? And she said, 20 bucks. I said, pay me. I said, you don't have to pay me a lot. Pay me 50 bucks. Three times a week. 50 bucks. It's 150. How long are we going to do this? We're going to do this for, for, for a month and a half. Is that okay with you? Perfect. So I got one client pay me 50 bucks, three times a week. That's 150 every week. Side money, side money, easy money. That's in your house money. You haven't left your house. I'm I'm in my house. We blasting (laughs) hip hop music and I'm treating him the way I want to treat him. Yeah. Yeah, that's cake. That, that's that cake. was cake, bro. And then that's when I cake. when whenever we need space, I would just I just say, hey, meet me, meet me at Harvard, meet me at this yeah. field. Meet You're me at going this there field. anyway. Yeah, you don't need to bring equipment. I got all the equipment. Yeah, bro, that was easy, bro. Easy, easy. felt so natural too because I I got so used to like treating other athletes and 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 going into different places and that it felt so. I was there was easy money. So easy, you can do that. You know how many people ask me, you know, if I want to, because I I have this coaching business, I don't have time, but I can count to you on, on, on both hands, how many patients come to me after PT and ask me if I do private massage and if I Mm. do personal training. Mm -hmm. Yep. If I wanted to, I could get all these people to come to my house and I could start a personal training, uh, uh, like a personal, personal, um, what do you call it? Personal, um, I could start like a a, 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 a a home workout, like a gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do personal training, charge people 50 bucks of every time they come. Mm-hmm. People tell me, I want to exercise, I want to lose weight. Like, what do I do? <laughs> That's like people asking, like, money just come to you yeah. because you have yeah. the services. But you got you to gotta have the... You have to have the courage and the the foresight to see those opportunities. I don't mm-hmm. take them anymore because I don't have time. Mm. Like I'd rather focus on my business. But if I didn't have this business, man, I don't have clients left and right coming to my house. Yep, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. But that's let's yeah, let's leave we, it there. Let's leave it there. Like we can go. I could go forever. <laughs> we could go another three hours. But uh. Again, thank you so much, Berg, for, for sharing the story 
And um, yeah, if you guys have questions at all, again, listen to this episode. Share this. We never ask you guys to share episodes, but yo, share this one. Share this one for sure. Um, Yeah, and we'll catch you all next time. All right. Peace out, guys.